is Stanley Black again, and today we are on section 121, verse 45. Now, this verse of the chapter is where it transitions in the middle of the verse from being instructions to being blessings. And so this is kind of an interesting verse there as, as we transition between receiving the kind of final set of instructions in the chapter and then moving straight into, hey, this is how we're blessed by following the instructions in the chapter. So let thy bowels also be full of charity towards all men and to the household of faith. So this reference to having our bowels full of charity, if you think about the feeling center of the body and kind of the the drive, the desires, that's for many people associated with the bowel region of the body. Kind of, you know, they they talk about, you know, if something's not going to go well, they get a feeling in the pit of their stomach, etc. And so this concept of the essence of what drives you, the essence of your desires, the invitation here is to let those desires, that motivational scheme, our energy in our life, be driven by charity. So let thy bowels also be full of charity towards all men and to the household of faith. Now, this verse first caught my attention solidly on my mission, and I was just fascinated because doesn't towards all men include the household faith? But I realized the subtle distinction there is that a lot of times it's very easy to have charity and love towards people who don't know better. So it's easy to say, oh, well, yeah, I mean, he just doesn't understand or, or she doesn't you know, know how to do it right. So, so yeah, I, I can have patience with them. I can, I can respond to them with love. It's harder to respond with love to people who you feel should know better towards people who already know about Jesus Christ, who already are trying to follow the commandments, but yet they're struggling, they messed up, they offended you. It's not uncommon out in the world in day-to-day -day interactions to be offended by someone. But if we're offended by someone at church, that hurts more, doesn't it? Because we feel, well, they should know better. They should be more Christ-like. They should be, you know, responding lovingly towards me. But really, we're, the invitation here in this chapter is to have charity towards all men and to the household of faith. Both types of charity. Love for those who don't understand and for those who do. The next instruction, and let virtue garnish thy thoughts unceasingly. So you think about a garnish on a meal, like uh, parsley on the side of a steak. The, the idea is to have it be beautiful. The idea is to make it be appealing. We are invited to let virtue, the keeping the commandments of God, the thinking in higher ways, thinking of the way God would have us do things and keeping his commandments, having that garnish our thoughts unceasingly. In this concept, we are directly opposing the natural man by not having the thoughts of the natural man garnishing our thoughts, but the thoughts of God, the thoughts of keeping his commandments, of our desiring to serve him. You could see a connection in this to the sacrament prayers and that concept of always remembering Christ. If we're always remembering Christ, what he did for us, his commandments, those thoughts of Christ are garnishing our thoughts rather than having the garnish of our thoughts be worldly things. And so these were the two instructions in this verse, and now we move into the promises. Then shall thy confidence wax strong in the presence of God. What would that be like? To be in the presence of God and to be confident. I think it's easy for us to look at how different we are from God, how much we still have to learn, and to say, 
well, I mean, he's so much better than me. I'm, I'm nothing. I'm sinful. I have all these problems. But if we remember that God is our loving father, and we keep that thought always foremost in our minds, then if we know that we're doing what he asks us to do, would we not come with confidence before our loving Heavenly Father? It's kind of the difference between dad getting home from work and the children who have done their chores and have not done their chores. The children who have done their chores are happy to see their father because they know they're in good standing. And so these instructions of letting our bowels be full of charity towards all men and to the household of faith and letting virtue garnish our thoughts unceasingly combined with the other instructions in this chapter that we'll cover in future podcasts, allow us to have confidence in the presence of God. And finally, the the other promise in this verse is, and the doctrine of the priesthood shall distill upon thy soul as the dews from heaven. So dew comes on a regular basis. It's not something that has to be compelled or pushed. In other words, if we can respond with charity towards our fellow men, and if we can let virtue garnish our thoughts unceasingly, combined with the other instructions in this chapter, then the truth of God comes to us as a continual stream of revelation, and each day we learn more and more about the priesthood, about God, about how we can serve effectively, and these things come without compulsion and in a very natural way. But the key here is using the principles of righteous leadership that we'll talk about in future episodes, as well as remembering to have our bowels full of charity and virtue garnishing our thoughts unceasingly. So that's verse 45. I hope you have a wonderful day and have something to think about. Until next time.